This is Rhema for Today. Once you're born again, when you first get saved, the first thing God asks you to do is change your thinking. You know, not many Christians do. See, I think the devil really put one over. They, they, they talk about, well, change your actions. Well, you know, I, I didn't change any of my actions after I got saved. After I got saved, they're just things I was doing before that I didn't want to do now. I didn't have to change them. I just didn't want to do it anymore. Are you listening to it? But somewhere or another, you th your mind goes on thinking like it did. Amen. But that's the, one of the first things that God asks you to do is change your thinking. And most folks don't, even though they're spiritually born again, even though they're filled with the Holy Ghost, they keep thinking negatively. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, God's Healing Mercy. Find out more next on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. For instance, and we'll look at it later on, you remember, you remember blind Bartimaeus who sat by the wayside, you know, and Jesus stopped, said, you know what, would you? He said, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. And then the scripture said, the King James translation, that Jesus had compassion on him and healed him. But actually, it's identically the same Greek word. The same Greek word translated mercy, and the same words used there when he said that Jesus had compassion, or he had mercy. That's what he asked for was mercy, and that's what he got. Praise God. And so uh, the same Greek word that's translated have mercy is also translated have compassion. And so uh, uh, another, another Greek word also, another shade of meaning from the same word, root word at least, is defined merciful. That is an adjective in this case, merciful, compassionate. Now to have compassion is to love tenderly, to pity, to show mercy, to be full of eager yearning. Hallelujah. I like every one of those definitions, don't you? Hallelujah. Let me say them again. To have compassion is to love eagerly, tenderly, to pity, to have mercy. Well, it said he's full. The Lord is full of what? Compassion. All right. Compassion means to love tenderly. He's full of love then, isn't he? I said, isn't he? Yes. But the Bible said God is love. Hallelujah. So he's full of love. To have compassion means to pity. Read again and again in the scripture how it said the Lord pitieth them. Thank God he has pity. It means to show mercy. He is merciful. A merciful and compassionate high priest. It means to be full of eager yearning. When I read that definition, I thought about the fact that the scripture said, the eyes of the Lord run to and fro. Where? In the earth. What's he doing? He's seeking those that he can have compassion on, can have mercy upon, can extend his mercy toward and his compassion. Brother Bosworth pointed out in his lesson that God is nothing so much as he is love. 
Well, thank God that's true. That's another way of saying, as the Bible said it, God is love. Now, you know, uh, a lot of time people think of God in different terms. You almost wonder sometimes about if you could bring into a, paint a picture of God, the way some folks talk about him, the way some folks almost describe him, what he would look like. And you know, of course, the devil tries to give man a distorted picture of God. Amen. And, and some folks, I, I don't know, it's hard for me to understand some people. My, my thinking's always been different. And that is, since I've been saved, before I got saved, I didn't have much thinking. But once I became a Christian, once I became acquainted with him, it seems to me that some Christians, I know because I talk to them, I, I, I counsel with them as I can. I don't, you know, if I just did all that and nothing else, I wouldn't be able to get the job done. But some people, it seems to me, and I, I don't know why they do, I never did, but some Christians, it seems to me that they're, they delight in finding some scripture to condemn themselves with. And they're just looking constantly for something against them. I don't know. I was always looking for something in my favor. And then they dwell on that. They think on that, you know. If they can find some isolated scripture to condemn themselves with. They'll get over there, you know, in Hebrews where it said, For if we sin willfully, after we see, well, I'm, I might have done that. I, I may have done that. When I read, I always think, thank God I didn't do that. <laughs> Amen. Just seemed like anything on the negative side. You know, after all, one of the first things Brother Bosworth made this statement to is not originally with me. I got it from him. He made this statement. He said, once you're born again, when you first get saved, the first thing God asks you to do is change your thinking. You know, not many Christians do. See, I think the devil really put one over and they, they, they talk about, well, change your actions. Well, you know, I, I didn't change any of my actions after I got saved. After I got saved, they're just things I was doing before that I didn't want to do now. I didn't have to change them. I just didn't want to do it anymore. Are you listening to me? But somewhere or another, you th your mind goes on thinking like it did. Amen. But that's the, one of the first things that God asks you to do is change your thinking. And most folks don't, even though they're spiritually born again, even though they're filled with the Holy Ghost, they keep thinking negatively. Because you see, they're, they're prone to think negatively. Everything in life almost. Coming out here to school sometimes, you're driving behind folks, you see the light's green, they'll start slowing down a half a block away because they're sure it's going to turn red. They just, you know, everything's going against them. <laughs> All these things are against me. <laughs> Amen. I mean, perfectly good people. No friend of mine, bless his heart, just, just, he's the only boy of the family. God just blessed him financially. Now his mother, he brought up in Pentecostal home. Mother and dad saved, baptized the Holy Ghost. In fact, he's never gone to any other church in his life except the full gospel church. Brought up in born, you see. 
Daddy a Bible teacher, full gospel church. And his daddy a businessman and fairly successful, you know, made a good living and comfortably. But the boy now, I guess, you know, inherited some traits from his daddy, went into business and just outstripped his daddy. I mean, I mean where maybe his daddy's worth uh, uh, 50 million, he's worth 150 million. Well, he'll just maybe be around them. He'll just praise God. Well, glory to God, the Lord's blessing me, you know, and we're going to, you know, going to do something else, make another 50 million. You know, and his mama particularly say, well, your days are coming. <laughs> so what do you mean about my day? Well, you'll probably lose it all. You say, somebody say, baptized the Holy Ghost, talk like that? Well, how do you talk? <laughs> or used to talk, some of you. <laughs> huh? You see, if you're not thinking after God's thinking and change your thinking, you're going to keep right on thinking negatively. Things can be going good for you, and the blessings of God are yours, and the thought occurs to you, boy, this is just too good to be true. It, it can't last. Those thoughts ever occur to you? Sure. Sure. See, if the devil can ever get you back over on the negative side, he can whip you absolutely defeat you and rob you of the blessings of God. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first item in this offer is the slimline book from Kenneth Hagan entitled The Master Restorer. The next item is the three CD series from Kenneth E. Hagan, Casting All of Your Cares Upon the Lord. All of these items are for the special price of $20. That's $6.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema dot org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Craig Hagen. This week, this Thursday, November 7th through the 9th. Yeah, and men's conference. Men's start. conference. Are you yeah. ready? Yeah, I'll, I'll be ready. <laughs> You'll be ready. <laughs> we got a lot to do between now and then, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but it is going to be great. I, we start at 7 p.m. on Thursday, the 7th, and the, and the 8th, and then we go till noon on Saturday, the 9th. And I really. Personally, of course, I speak that first night, and then you speak on Saturday morning, and then we have the communion service on Saturday, Saturday morning. morning. That's to me, that's the that's my favorite part of it. When all the men there, we are all there together, and we're we're partaking of the communion, and it's just fantastic how to see the guys as everybody is. Nobody is looking at what anybody's title is or what they look like. Everybody is just there together. 
honoring Jesus Christ our Lord. And I think it's real important. I know a lot of ladies go to ladies' conferences, but you know you don't see the men as much coming to men's conferences. But um, you know it's just important to come together as men, talk about man things, and you know you know sometimes we can let our guard down because we don't have ladies there, and, and we talk about things about how to be a real man and things like that. Also, you know if you happen to have a a son that you want to bring. Um, we have discounted prices for your, your son that's eight, 16 years of age. Um, and so if you're going to bring your son, you, there's a discount for, for that. Uh, that is a high school age son. Yeah, high school agers. Yeah, and uh, myself, Craig, and then Joe Cohen, and Kenneth Estrada, Joe McGee, Matt Sharon, and then we're going to have a special session with Jonathan Moran. Uh, it's a young man I've known most all of his I guess I've known him all of his life. I knew his mother and his uh, his uncle when they traveled with me on the road. And uh, he is going to do a session for for young adults that that are dealing with the world today, the things that they face. They These young people today face things that I never faced, even that you didn't even yeah, face. I mean, I mean the and, world's changed a lot. The world has changed and a actually, lot. And actually, Jonathan actually appeared on the program American uh, Ninja Warriors. Um, he yeah. appeared a couple times on that yeah, program. Yeah, I think he was there three times. Yeah, uh, yeah. and so... <laughs> He, he, he's, a, he's a real man. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's the real deal. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so, hey, bring, bring your high schoolers and, and your college agers because Jonathan has a word for them that they're re- really, it's going to be important. Hey, and listen, uh, ladies, if, you're, if your husband is not signed up, go sign him up. And the way to sign up is to go to rhema.org slash CTA and all the information's there. And hey, guys, it's going to be a great conference. Come on down here and be with us, okay? Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan on God's healing mercy. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org for more great resources. The series you just heard is in the bookstore as well. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.